going on? It's your boy, old man Logan, and I want to welcome y'all to another episode of the Hot Take Wrestling Podcast. I am joined here with my host, Whiskey Sour Kenny, Westside Kenny, whatever you want to call me at this point. A man of many talents, many names, many nicknames, just an overall good guy. <laughs> fun guy. Yeah, Sorry, he's a fun guy. <laughs> All right, well, we're about to do this preview for WWE Super Showdown tomorrow, taking place in Saudi Arabia, part of their 10-year contract with WWE. And first match on the card, actually, we don't know the order it's going to go, but we'll we'll start with the tag team title match from SmackDown. It's going to be The Miz and John Morrison reuniting. They touched the titles about 10 years ago, actually more than that, probably closer to 12, against the seven-time WWE Tag Team Champions, longest reigning champions of all time, New Day. This car- incarnation of New Day is Big E and Kofi. How do you see this match turning out? All right. Um, it's kind of tricky. I do feel like uh, Miz and uh, Morrison will end up with the tag titles eventually. I don't know if it's happening here at, at a Super St- uh, Showdown just because we- it's WrestleMania season. So I'm looking for for some type of chicanery in some way, shape, or form uh, that kind of prolongs this feud. Somebody maybe interferes, excuse me, and, uh, you know, from there we lead into uh, WrestleMania, I guess, and then that's where they'll, you know, go ahead and put the uh, tag straps on them. But I definitely think New Day retains here. If they don't, I'd be very surprised. Uh, what about you, man? I kind of feel the same way. I mean, it's not like they can't do a title change at one of these events. So the last event they did at Crown Jewel, we saw the Fiend Bray Wyatt win the Universal Championship from Seth Rollins in the main event. So on that hand, you could see that title change happening. But like, I'm, I'm with you though. He's too close to WrestleMania season to be taking the tag titles off of the champions. Like we saw though, at the same time last year, Asta drops the women's championship on SmackDown. So, you know, it, it could happen on the way to WrestleMania. It just, I think you want to build towards this. The only way I can see them winning the, the titles is if they want to take that off of them. Maybe you do a rematch with multiple teams at WrestleMania because it seems like the SmackDown tag team division is just way more attention being paid to it compared to Raw. Um, ever since the brand split, in my opinion, for the most part, with the exception of that feud with uh, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins against Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. It was probably one of the premier feuds they've had in comparison to, you know, the Usos and New Day, you know, the New Day and the Bludgeon Brothers, Bludgeon Brothers and Usos, you know, etc. Um, right. Yeah, I think New Day is going to retain because it seems like they treat these uh, events like even though it is a live event, like as a, a non televised live event, so to speak, you know, where you see the faces win a lot. Right. So I think I'm going to go with New Day. Um, like I said, unless you are setting up for a turn at WrestleMania with Big E, that's the only way I can see them losing, you know. But yeah, I think I'm going to go with New Day. Yeah, I think that's the safe bet. I, you know, like I said, I, I eventually see them. Going with uh, Miz and Morrison, I just don't see it right now. But like you said, you know, title changes has happened over there, and it could, you know, but it's just I, I just don't really see it because, you know, like you said, it could lead to maybe a multiple uh, 
team uh, tag championship match at uh, Mania, and it's we still may be uh, exactly. Like, but um, just in terms of it, it changing right now, uh, I I just don't see it. No, it just it'll it'll take more time to to build towards it. Where it's like let's get these guys a few more segments, you know, a couple more weeks of of buildup because like I said, even if it's not multiple teams, I think that's enough of a seller right there, you know, Miz and Morris means Biggie and Kofi because like I said, there's New Day is just immensely popular. So them by themselves in a singles or not a singles match, I guess just against one team, should I say, um, should be able to get the crowd invested and go into the WrestleMania season. Uh, Agreed. With that said, you know, we're going to go on to the Raw Tag Team title match. You know, to Murphy, you know, the guy lost his first name for some reason. Uh, <laughs> tagging up with his tag team partner, the guy many nicknames, talking about my nicknames, the Monday Night Messiah, the Architect, the Beast Slayer, the King Slayer, Seth Rollins, defending against the Street Profits, Montez Ford, and Angelo Dawkins. Who do you got in this one? Uh, current champs will retain. Uh, I'm, I'm, you, well, I gotta address this. I know me and you have talked about this one on one, but I'm really not a huge fan of these made up tag teams or just tag teams comprised of, comprised of two, uh, you know, single stars beating like these, you know, premier teams. Like, uh, they beat uh, Viking Raiders, right, to win these uh, titles, yeah. and I, yeah, I, I yeah, and I just feel like it was like okay, it's just it's just another way to kind of keep Seth relevant uh, by throwing him with yet again another title reign, and it's a way to propel Murphy. Um, so in that regard, I get it. I'm just not a huge fan of it. But in terms of this match that's happening tomorrow, I I just don't. The the Street Profits have not been built to a look like a threat and b you know, look like they're ready to take over. You know, we know they're a, a very likable team. We know they're a very capable team, but they just haven't been put in the position prior to this to, you know, really look like they're a threat to Murphy and uh, Seth Rollins at this point in time. Yeah, I kind of so. have to piggyback off of that and, and using a John Cena term, you know, their time is not now, though. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's going to take a little bit longer, you know, like you said, they've been doing these backstage segments, you know, it's entertaining, but if you're going to have a multi-time world champion who's been tag team champions with four different people, if I'm not mistaken, you had Roman with Seth's partner when they won the titles, Dean, you had forgotten Jason Jordan, you know, then you have Murphy. So that that's far off the top of my head. Um, they're booking Seth, as the top heel in terms of a full-time heels in the company, arguably outside of Bray Wyatt, you know, he's always in the main event segments and it's just, I can't see the street profits taking the straps off them this soon, just because they haven't been on the main roster that long. They are connecting with the fans, but it's one of those things where it's, if they do go over, it just won't probably be tomorrow just because you want to build towards this championship win, basically. You want it to be a big moment. You know, it, it could p- potentially be before WrestleMania or, you know, 
I just feel like at some point they're going to take the tag titles off of Murphy and Rollins because KO and Seth would be have to have their blow-off match. Right. So in terms of singles competition, they've been in eight-man tags, six-man tags, tag team matches. It's eventually we're going to get to that. So I can't see, unless Seth is going to pull double duty, I can't see them going into WrestleMania with the titles. But with that being said, it's just a little too soon to have them drop them as well because, you know, if they feel like the AOP is too green for these straps, you know, you know, at some point you have to say, okay, what are we going to do with these guys? You know, we have them as the enforcer types. That's fine. But at some point, I I assume they're going to take the titles out the war or Viking Raiders. Sorry about that. Um, used to them calling them their, by their NXT names. I feel like they should still have those names. But yeah, yeah, I'm a little surprised that they went that route. Like I said, I can kind of understand that they are, if they're viewed as being green, but at the same time, you know, when is it time to have faith in them? You know, they were the NXT tag team champions over three years ago. And I understand right. they both have had injuries, if I'm not mistaken, or was it one of them? And they just didn't. Yeah, I think they weren't using utilizing either. I forgot whether it was Aiken or Reza that was injured, but I remember they took them off TV. But, yeah, um, going back to the match, like I said, I, I see Seth and Murphy retaining just because – it's just not the Street Profits' time yet. At some point, it will be just not tomorrow. Right, right. Agreed. Uh, going on, we actually have a steel cage match on the card, and it seems like a lot of those are happening lately in uh, wrestling promotions from Man. AEW to WWE to two next week on NXT. But uh, you got King Baron Corbin against the big dog, the face, the man, the guy, Roman Reigns. Who do you get? Do I detect a hint of sarcasm there? No, not at all. He actually he <laughs> is. Uh, you know what? I've actually, this is one of the few feuds. I don't know why. I don't know what it is about Baron Corbin. If he has that go away heat or if he's actually good at his job. Maybe it's a mixture of both. But I've actually found myself irked. Yeah, I use the word irked. <laughs> um, <laughs> when he beat Roman on SmackDown, and, and when they had that five-on-one beatdown, basically, at the pay-per-view, I believe they had uh, the no Holds barred match. And I was just looking like, come on, like, this guy. But, um, yeah, I'll let you start with your prediction. Oh, man. Um, well, this, this, this particular feud is probably the oldest feud uh, for this event. Yeah. Yeah, it's been going for quite some time now. Uh, I think it was the right feud for both guys. Um, you know, Baron Corbin winning the King of the Ring. It, uh, you know, keeps him relevant. You know, he has, like you said, I, I don't know which heat it is, but he has heat. <laughs> so they're they're utilizing it to the best of uh, their abilities. And, um, you know, Roman has been booked away from the title, as he should be. Um, you know, he's he was booked very, like, Superman-ish leading up to the last, you know, year and um, just putting him in these type of roles where he's helping to both build uh, a guy, you know, and in this instance is helping to build uh, Baron Corbin. Um, I, I I hope this is them putting a button on it. Um, I think it's went on long enough. It's 
not it's not a, a bad feud. It's not like I'm not entertained by it. It's just kind of like, all right, where are we going here from, you know, just or was this just one of the like placeholder, you know, things where we said, hey, you know what? We got Super Showdown coming. Let's uh, right. pencil this in. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, just to pick a winner, though, you know, I'm a Roman Reigns guy. Uh, he did go over uh, Baron at, with that last dog food match, him and the Usos. Um, if they are going to put a button on it, I see Roman being the victor. And from here, you know, getting positioned, uh, to go on and, and be one of the, uh, main events at, uh, WrestleMania. Well, you know, after opponents pour dog food over each other, at that point, you got to sell it in a cage, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just like you said, they're going to put a bow on this one. Um, I'm picking Roman. Just because I feel like if Roman loses, you, you know, you kind of got to catapult Baron Corbin into the championship picture. Um, I wouldn't mind them putting a championship on him, but I think he needs to have a mid-card championship as opposed to the top world championship on SmackDown. Uh, it, it's just one of those things where it's like he's gotten much better as a talker. There's no denying that, but I still feel like uh, there's a lack of chemistry with a lot of guys he's had matches with. Um, the only Corbin match that I... Well, that's not the only one. I'll, I'll rephrase that because his King of the Ring final tournament match against... Uh, I'm not calling him that ridiculous name. They call him on SmackDown, Chad Gable. <laughs> um, that was entertaining on Monday Night Raw and then I believe there's a TLC match for Seth Rollins' Intercontinental Championship in late 2018 before uh, TLC ironically which was really weird to have a TLC match six days before the actual TLC pay-per-view but anyway that's either here nor there uh, but yeah I think it's Roman because he's been back for almost a year after beating Leukemia um They've kept him away from the world championship on both shows, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he was the last person eliminated in the Rumble for like the umpteenth time. It's, he's literally been the last person eliminated, probably about four Rumbles, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, Batista the year he won, the year Orton won, the year Shinsuke won, and Drew McIntyre this year. So it's like <laughs> this guy at some point is going to get his – the run that they want him to have, should I say, you know? Right, Because right. um, if I'm not mistaken, his longest run with the strap wasn't even 90 days. I mean, partly due to that suspension he had in 2016. But, yeah, I think I have to go with Roman here. It just it just makes too much sense, you know, to, to, to just, uh, like I said, it doesn't make a lot of sense that rather than trying to say I'm losing my words here. Uh, doesn't make a lot of sense for Baron to go over to me. Just that's my opinion. Um, we're going to move on, though, to the, I don't know why they're calling it a prestigious Toit Cup because, you know, it's the first ever tournament for this. But uh, anyway, there's R-Truth, there's Bobby Lashley, there's Rey Mysterio, AJ Styles, Andrade, and Eric Rowan, uh, you know, well, you think that thing that Cage is going to get revealed during this match? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be like a guinea pig. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if that'll get revealed. Uh, let's see. But in terms of picking a winner, I know Ray is a 
apparently a fan favorite over there. Um, I don't. I, I think I'm going to go with a heel though in terms of who's going to take this uh, match and get the W. And I am going to pick the Almighty Bobby Lashley just because uh, they had him go over uh, Mr. Ron Killings, aka R Truth, Monday very quickly. Uh, tried to make him look strong, I guess, going into Super Showdown. But um, Andrade is there too, though, and that's where I'm just kind of like, mm. um, but I, I think with Andrade and Ray being positioned there, I know Rusev was in, uh, originally uh, supposed to be a participant in this, and then they replaced him with Ray. That leads me to believe we they're setting up again for some sort of uh, feud or title match between Ray and Andrade again, um, which I'm I'm here for. They they've had a great set of matches uh starting on SmackDown and then Vince saw it and had to have it on Raw, so it carried over to Raw. <laughs> right. But uh yeah, um final pick, man. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Bobby Lashley. I'm gonna stick with Bobby Lashley. So what you're saying is you're picking Bobby Lashley because his newly found wife, a lot of like shiny things, right? Is that where you're picking, you know, he gets a trophy, he has a trophy a trophy wife. Right, you see, you I see, see it just it starts to add up. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna have to go with AJ here. I mean, they already have the best tag team in the World Cup. The OC does. You know why not get the Tweet Cup? You know, also here's why I'm going with AJ too. Takers in Saudi Arabia. You know, ah. yeah. yeah, it's rumored that that's gonna be a WrestleMania 36 match. Uh, I could easily see him going over. He already kind of called out Taker in that little promo he had before Ricochet's match against Carl Anderson last week on Raw. Uh, he we name dropped several people, but he, one of those names was the Phenom, right? And you just see that headline right there: "Phenomenal One versus the Phenom." Ah oh, man, um, if and if anybody. You know, actually, Taker had a great showing actually last year at Extreme Rules. So I can't say if anybody can make Taker redeem himself because he's actually redeemed himself from both of those matches. Uh, ironically, both in Saudi Arabia, the the one against DX with with Kane, and then the one against Goldberg. So, thankfully, there's no match on the card. They'll get time to build towards that. Um, I'm wondering this is going to be winded down for Taker, but we'll we'll find out if they begin to roll to WrestleMania tomorrow for those two, if in fact that is the plan, because, you know, these things are always, you know, through hearsay until it's actually confirmed. So we'll see where they go with that. I completely forgot about AJ being in this match. I just kind of was thinking of everybody else positioned there and uh, you know, Taker being in Saudi Arabia and AJ, you know, grabbing the victory at this particular uh, match would make sense to if we are headed towards Taker versus uh, Styles at WrestleMania. Um, yeah, so that yeah, I, I, that's definitely a good pick by you for AJ if if it's gonna set that up. Yeah, it's just they need to get some momentum going for AJ too because even though I was cracking jokes about this cup you know, being prestigious, whatever have you, there's still some legit competitors in this match, you know. Um, even though they always have our truth doing the kooky off the wall stuff, you know, this guy is a multi-time champion in WWE. Um, they don't may not recognize this 
or acknowledge it rather in WWE, but he's also a two-time world champion when he was with Impact. You know, right. Bobby Lashley, right. the former Impact champion, former ECW champion, former United States, former Intercontinental champion. You know, mm. Rey Mysterio, former three-time world champion. Like, he's a Grand Slam champion, actually, you know? So there are some legit competitors in this match. Um, I don't want to overlook Eric Rowan. You know, he's a former tag team champion. Um, and like I said, Andrade is the current United States champion. So former NXT right. champion. So th- right. there are some legit people in here where it's like, okay, this is going to be a gauntlet match. We should pick that out there, too. It's not like a six-pack challenge or anything. Uh, so obviously, the luck of the draw, so to speak, is going to potentially make one a favorite in this match. Very true. Very true. So on to that, we're going to have history being made again. You know, something some people thought they wouldn't see for who knows how many amount of years, but this is the second year in a row we're getting a women's match in Saudi Arabia. Bailey is defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against Naomi. Uh, Is she going to feel the glow? Uh, Is Bailey going to retain? What do you got? Well, uh, it's like you said, we, we're getting a second women's match here um, in Saudi Arabia. And this match, I saw something on uh, Instagram. I'm trying to catch it real quick, where it said it was basically a set of first. Like, uh, it's the first time Naomi and Bailey are uh, having a match there. It's the first time uh, the SmackDown women's title is uh, being defended there. And also, it was a third first for it. I just can't seem to come across it right now at this moment. So, uh, just a couple of, I guess there's a couple of good things going there for the, uh, you know, SmackDown Women's title. I think that one gets kind of lost in the shuffle when it comes to, you know what I mean, just the different brands right now. Um, Obviously, the Raw Women's Championship is positioned pretty high with Becky being the person holding that. And uh, you know, they're 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 um, booking Rhea to the moon right now. But uh in terms of this particular match, Bailey and Naomi, uh it's a little bit more it's kind of more of what I, I said about uh New Day and their title, uh, you know, titles being on the line as well as uh Buddy Murphy and um Seth. Like I don't really see a title change happening here, but just because, you know, we said we thought the Raw titles would retain and the SmackDown titles would retain. I'm going to go ahead and go with a title change for this particular match only because a title, we, it, it, you know, some title has to change hands. Um, you know, we've heard rumors about something else we're going to get to a little later. But um, <laughs> I, I do think this this run with the title for bailey has been very bland it's been very uh just uninspiring like you know and it's it's not it's i don't think it's a fault of hers i just i i think it it's it comes back to something me and you always talk about with it not needing you know wwe not needing two sets of champions you know a champion for each show like especially with the women's division being how it is like uh, you know, on the main rosters, quote unquote, because um, NXT is supposed to be a, you know, a third rascal now. Like it's not a development brand anymore. No. Um, they're here. They're here. <laughs> they're here. 
So, uh, but yeah, I'm going to go with Naomi just because it has that set of firsts. Like I was saying, it's uh, the first time that title's being defended over there. It's the first time they're uh, going against each other. And um, I guess, you know, just to add some more to that and try to make it seem more important and more uh, of a bigger deal, you know, you, you have a title change here. Well, say five days for Charlotte winning the championship. Bailey has been the champion since Money in the Bank last year. So minus five days out of the last nine months, basically, mm-hmm. she's been champion. Um, like you said, uh, it hasn't been a memorable title run for the last four months. I believe she's had it closer to five. Um, but it's one of those things where it's like people were calling for the turn it could have probably been better executed if she had better dance partners, so to speak. Um, I'm, it just speaks to the lack of depth to me. Uh, I, it could also speak to the writing. I don't want to just sit here and pretend like there's no one to feud with because, you know, I believe Alexa Bliss is pretty good on the mic. Uh, they could have had some good back and forth. I will say this, the one thing about turning Bailey is they've had to turn other people. So, you know, you you've seen – other characters develop, like I think Lacey Evans' character has developed. Um, but going back to this match, Naomi has been out for, I don't know why they felt the need to take her off TV just because her husband wasn't on. Yeah, that's a, another discussion for another time, but uh, <laughs> Naomi is a former, she, I think she was the first ever uh, two-time SmackDown Women's Champion, if I'm not mistaken. Um, won the title last time she's won it was at WrestleMania 33 in her hometown of Orlando. I don't know if they're going to pull the trigger this fast, though. Uh, I feel like we're headed towards a multi-woman match for the SmackDown Championship where Bailey, that's where she loses the strap type thing where it's like, I've conquered everyone that they've thrown at me type thing. So maybe she gets brazen and challenges every woman on the roster. Mm-hmm. So I, I think Bailey's going to retain here. I'm not 100% sure about that, though. I just feel like we're headed towards a multi-woman match for her championship just because we're probably going to get a singles match for the Raw. Well, they've already announced it's going to be a singles match. They said whoever wins the Elimination Chamber match is going to go on to face Becky. Uh, We know Charlotte's challenging Rhea. Uh, They have yet to, for some reason, build towards the SmackDown tag team women's or should I say not even the SmackDown they're not they're not supposed to be brand exclusive uh the women's tag team championship match so maybe that's the multi-woman match uh maybe you get multiple teams in that but I feel like SmackDown is headed towards that too because you know mm-hmm. how the WWE tries to get as many people on the card as possible so right I think I'm gonna go with Bailey new haircut new attitude new theme music <laughs> okay okay she got to look strong, man. Make Bailey look strong. Gotta make Operation look strong. make Bailey look strong. <laughs> All right. So with that being said, we're going to move on to one of the world championship matches that is taking place tomorrow. Brock Lesnar defending the WWE championship against the one and only, the guy from Kentucky. Yeah, that's right. I said a Kentucky. I mean, not a lot of wrestlers outside of probably territory days from there. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Ricochet. Who do you got? Ah, man. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Uh, 
Good old Brock. I'm going with Brock. I don't see a title change here. Um, not saying Ricochet versus uh, Drew McIntyre would potentially be a, a great title match at WrestleMania. It's just not the marquee, uh, you know, two guys you place to, um, you know, sell tickets. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, uh and it's no fault of either of them. They just have not, uh, you know. Well, Drew is the you know Royal Rumble winner, but Ricochet hasn't been uh, positioned to to uh, you know be put in that that type of moment just yet. Um, but what I will say uh, in terms of Ricochet versus Brock Lesnar, I do think this will mirror. Uh, other prior Brock Lesnar matches where he's faced smaller guys like AJ, like Daniel Bryan, like Finn Balor, where we do find uh, these guys getting some offense in, you know, uh, oh, excuse me, Ray Mysterio, how can I forget him too? Um, You know, getting offense in though, uh, having a great showing, you know, a couple of false finishes, of course, um, but ultimately Brock gets the better of, you know, the guy and you know he goes on to sweat profusely and you know collect the check and go home you know brock is just all about like i think we talked about this earlier he just wants to stake that's all he wants he's not going after mid-card championships he just wants world titles i believe he's a seven or eight time world champion if i'm not mistaken and more of those reigns have actually come since he's come back as a part-timer, which is kind of crazy, which was about eight years ago. Uh, yeah, I see Brock retaining, too. Uh, like, Ricochet like, versus Drew, like you were saying, you know, it's not that it wouldn't be a good or great match. Because, honestly, last year, in terms of televised matches on WWE, non-pay-per-views, their match on Raw uh, about a week before... Crown Jewel was probably my candidate or one of the candidates, I would say, for best televised match in WWE, excluding excluding NXT or actually even if you include NXT. Um, yeah, they had a great match leading up to Crown Jewel, honestly. But it's just one of those things where it's like they're building Drew up as the babyface. And it's like not that they couldn't turn him or Ricochet. I was turning Ricochet wouldn't make any sense. Um, but with that being said, it's just one of those things where you talk about dream matchups. To me, Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre is a dream matchup. Um, mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre was labeled the chosen one about 10 years ago by Vince McMahon himself. So you could say he's a Vince McMahon guy. We know Brock Lesnar's a Vince McMahon guy. Either that or Vince is just afraid he's going to leave for – UFC or that other company that they don't want to acknowledge um, that Sami Zayn has not wrestled more than one match since then for naming that <laughs> company on television. Uh, I mean, I just, like I said, I, I don't see Brock losing here. It just, it's not making a lot of sense to me to see him losing the championship at this point. Uh it's not like we're talking about Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns where you get another potential dream matchup. Even though we've seen Roman and, and Drew, it's still one of those things where it's like you can market that. And it's not that Ricochet is unmarketable, but if the rumors are that Drew McIntyre is supposed to be the main event, and by the main event, I mean the last match on the card. Mm-hmm. We're not, this isn't like there's one main event, let's be real. They can call 
everything. He's going to be in the main event of WrestleMania. No, there's one main event. Unless they're going to have two matches going on simultaneously with a split screen. There's one main event. Right. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, plus Brock hasn't main evented uh, WrestleMania in, in two or three years. I think he's been in one main event of WrestleMania since he's been back in the eight years, if I'm not mistaken. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I see Brock retaining. Like you said, I, I see British having a great showing, though. It's just you have to build towards this before you put guys in certain situations, basically. And it's not to say that Ricochet will never be a WWE or Universal Heavyweight Champion. Nobody's saying that by any stretch of the imagination. This dude does amazing things in the ring. Uh, he They call him a real-life superhero. The way he flies around the ring, it's hard to, to argue against that. I mean, in terms of wrestlers I've seen outside of Ray Phoenix, I don't think there is a better aerial guy right now than Ricochet in terms of the things he does that makes people awe in his athleticism. Mm. It's just, I don't think this is his time yet. Yeah. And and I think that's a fair assessment. It's it's not something saying, like you said, he's not capable or uh, you won't get the opportunity. Just this isn't the opportunity, you know, where he'll uh, be becoming a champion. Right. Um, you know, would it have been nice to see some type of a swerve where you get a Drew coming in and Claymore in them and, and Ricochet getting the W to kind of spice things up and not do the, you know, typical thing. Yeah, that would have been very interesting, but I don't think this is uh, where we're headed at all. And in fact, I do pose this question to you. Uh, we know at uh, the events, you know, big events, uh, you know, the guys, you know, that follow comic lore and our, you know, video game heads, they, you know, make sure that their ring uh, attire is uh inspired by whatever movie superhero video game you know of their picking ricochet uh i can't remember the last pay-per-view that was but he did do a nightwing inspired outfit at said pay-per-view what do you think we'll see tomorrow at super showdown whatever makes the prince happy (laughs) (laughs) no all jokes aside um yeah, no, that's a good question, actually. Uh, he, I think he's, has he done Green Lantern? I think so, right? Uh, you know, I don't know. That's a good question. I, I don't think he's done Green Lantern no, yet. Why uh, Green Lantern came to mind? That would make uh, that would make sense. I mean, if he's keeping it DC, you, I, I can see the, the Green Lantern being used. Uh, you know, uh, unless they wanted him to go. The Superman route. Uh, no, no, screw it. He's going static shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, youngins Google that. Um, anyway, no. Being <laughs> Black History Month, I wouldn't mind seeing him go Black Panther. Okay, shades of uh, MVP there. Yeah, something like that. I mean, you know, I mean, there's not, there's not other Black superheroes because I believe it wasn't Green Lantern originally. Uh, black superhero. He, uh, Hal Jordan. It was Hal Jordan first, and then from there it went on to John Stewart, who was black. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You got Spawn. A Spawn suit would be interesting. Something like that, you know. Sticking with the Black History theme. Uh, yeah. Uh, if I was to pick one, though, I believe we've seen the Spider-Man one before. Uh, from Ricochet. Hmm. 
let's see, superheroes, superheroes. Maybe we maybe we get Iron Man, you know, in 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 the <laughs> since the Avengers, or maybe we get the new Captain America. You know, yeah, that too. Yeah, I can see that. I can see those options. I could definitely see those. Something options. like that. But I'm guessing this one's going to close the show. Moving on to the Universal Championship match Goldberg versus The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. I'm going to say this right now. <laughs> if, if F those kids was a wrestler, it'd be Bill Goldberg. <laughs> this dude is coming back. I understand. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, you come back to work. It's one of those things where it's like, if your job, if your boss offers you a, a promotion at, at work, are you going to say no? You know? Uh, so it's like, it's not entirely on him. You know, stock is plummeting. Because <laughs> uh, Vince, rather, replaced two of the presidents in the company recently within the last month. Right. And, and WWE stock just took a hit. All of a sudden, Bill Goldberg Back in the picture, back in the fold, you know. And what other profession do you see Hall of Famers competing for championships? Now you're not gonna you're gonna see, you know, Shaq come back and say, Hey, I, I the Lakers might need a center, you know, just in case JaVel McGee gets hurt, you know, I wanna be there or, or Dwight Howard. You're not gonna see uh Ken Griffey Jr. say, you know what, I wanna be the designated hitter. I'm in the Hall of Fame, but I'm gonna come back. Right. Um, I it's weird to even speak of that. Like you're not gonna see UFC fighters going to the Hall of Fame, and then hey, you know what? I'm gonna come back and go back to the octagon. I, I would thought that signals your career was over, but um, rambling now. I understand that is just head scratching as to why th- this match is. As I know why the match is happening, the WWE stock is plummeting. Um. They needed a legend on the card again, I said, I suppose. Although every time they bring these legends back, I think to myself, where would Bill Goldberg be if, you know, they were bringing back Bruno San Martino on <laughs> <laughs> Nitro? Yeah. Um, see, you picked the title change earlier. As much as this pains me, I'm picking a title change. Um, yeah, I, I think Goldberg's going to win the title. Uh, uh, oh, were you finished? I'm sorry. You, yeah, I'm finished. I, I can't even. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is one of those things where, uh, like you said, uh, stocks plummeting. Uh, people have been removed from their positions. Um, you know, a lot of money was given to the WWE um, when uh, they put SmackDown on Fox. Uh, a lot of people, uh, some people find uh, SmackDown to be enjoyable. Some people find it to be kind of a lackluster effort. Some people uh, don't tune in at all. Um, me personally, I'm one of the pe- per- type of people, excuse me, that, uh, I land somewhere in between the three of those because there's times I, you know, tune in to SmackDown and I'm fully attentive. There's times where it's just kind of like background noise for me and I, you know, listen and if something catches my eye, I'll, I'll start watching, but, or there's times where I'm just busy and 
I I don't get to it at all. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm putting a review up on the uh, Instagram page and I'm finding out stuff <laughs> as I'm searching for the review news, <laughs> you know, to give the people that, that may, you know, come to our page. So <clears throat> that being said, uh, I was never a fan just before I do pick a, uh, a winner of this match. Uh, I just want to go on a little diatribe of my own. Uh, I was never a fan of SmackDown or any wrestling for that matter being on a Friday night. Uh, you know, when SmackDown came on on Tuesday, I was a little more, a lot more, excuse me, alert. I was looking forward to it for a nice little period there. SmackDown was being written uh, a certain manner where it was the superior show for quite some time in terms of uh raw and smackdown being of the two you know uh and for whatever reason things changed and things went down a peg or two in terms of uh you know what was happening on smackdown and here we are we find you know smackdown you know and i was thinking about that too the you know when when the whole mer- move not merger but the whole move to fox People were starting to think, okay, SmackDown was going to become the WWE show just because of, you know, what channel it was being shown on now, Um, you know, just the demographics you'd be able to touch that you weren't able to touch being on uh, premium cable. And, uh, you know, they, they did definitely make a case to say, hey, we want Brock Lesnar on this show. I think that changed uh, when Brock pretty much said, hey, I don't, I don't want to be on Friday nights. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I got to wait the rest of the week to, you know, to go on TV or to go do the job where I can just go on Monday and get it done and be over with it. Right. And then go back to the family. Yeah. So uh, I think that's how we even ended up with the Universal title and uh, the theme switching over to SmackDown to begin with. But um. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm hoping, you know, at the end of WrestleMania this year and we hit that eventual reboot, you know, episode where the quote unquote drafts go on and, you know, they they, they reboot all of the shows and try to balance things out. I'm, I'm hoping we get more of a balanced effort. I think WWE, they enjoy the money advertising wise for that third hour, but they really need to figure something out. You know, definitely, you know, fan being a fan, you know, being a lifelong fan, too. Like you you went from asking us to watch a two hour program to watching basically a pay-per-view every week. Yeah, no, they should definitely have those for the go home editions of the four major pay-per-views mm-hmm. and and then the night after WrestleMania, just because that those crowds are pretty insane. So it's just like other than those four Actually, there'll be so five instances. They should not have a three-hour show. Those should be the only five three-hour shows. Oh, and then anniversary shows, which don't happen that often. Right, right. Um, with that being said, though, it's crazy that you mentioned like the Fox deal and everything. They were adamant about getting the theme, so it's just like one of those things mm-hmm. that's part of why I'm leaning towards changing my pick. But at the same time, it's like. It seems like they might do this. Like I don't know why they would personally. Um, it's one of those things too, though, where it's like there would have two part-time champions then if they do the title change, which is 
insane to me. Mm-hmm. The first time they would have two part-time champions at once. Right. Holding the top championship, should I say, right. the world championships since this brand split. That's part of the reason why I want to change my pick and go with Bray, but like it seems like in the back of my mind, Vince is thinking about Roman and Goldberg and just giving Roman that one more moment basically at WrestleMania. Because we even though we haven't seen Roman go up against the Fiend, we have seen Roman and Bray. Right. It's been some time. It's been about four plus years if I'm not mistaken. I think they had their blow off at Hell in a Cell twenty fifteen. Yeah, it's definitely been some time. That's that's yeah when that was like yeah, when the shield first broke up. That was one of Roman's like what second or third individual feuds. Um well he he, he feuded with Orton. I remember that was SummerSlam twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. So obviously that carries on. Then he had the hernia surgery so he was out. Uh, when he came back from that, uh, they kind of hot-shotted him straight to the main event, so there was a lot of heat for that. So he feuded with Brock. Right. Um, then they had – who was – he went after the WWE Championship for a short time because I remember that it was that fatal four-way with him, Dean, Seth, and, and Orton. So, yeah, it was about his third feud, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Okay. That was about right. So, so Anthony, you're key. You're like spot on with that. Okay. So, uh, all of that being said, um, while I'm not a fan of it, I totally get it. Uh, uh, booking wise, it gives you another marquee match. Uh, you know, in terms of star power, and um, I'll be honest, I'd much rather see if it does happen this way. I mean, we 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 don't have the proof that shows it just yet, but it's been heavily rumored that Roman is going to be a part of the SmackDown championship match at WrestleMania. And, um, I, me personally, I gotta be honest here. If, if you want the fans to stay on Roman's side here, uh, you don't want him facing the fiend, at least not yet for the title. No. Yeah. No, they, cause I feel like whatever match Roman goes up against, if those are the two options, mm-hmm. Assuming those one of those two is who walks in with the championship, there they won't be against Roman so much as they'll be against the entire match against him and Goldberg. So to me, that has to go on first. Yeah, and that that definitely has to open WrestleMania. I'm I'm there with you. Um, we know just Goldberg's not yeah. putting on a wrestling clinic, and he's no. not going over 15 minutes. So, uh. Yeah, that definitely should be what sets the tone at WrestleMania. Uh, and and I think Roman has enough uh, wrestling ability and experience now to maybe cause such a match. And, you know, it's the Battle of the Spears, too. You know, it's it's it was a confrontation. I remember when they were both in the ring and they did the stare down uh, when uh, Goldberg first came back uh, a couple years ago. And, you know, it got I think it got a nice reception from the fans. So we're a couple of years removed from when that happened, but I'll be honest, that's that's a matchup I always look forward to. Even though I know, you know, Goldberg is way past his prime now. He's in great shape, of course, but you know, in ring, you know, being in in ring shape and just being in good shape is two different things, you know, when you listen to wrestlers talk. But uh yeah, to put a button on who I think is going to win this match, obviously it uh it's, it's Goldberg. Um, 
I think you go maybe the surprise route, even though he's been booked strongly. And I'm kind of going against what I normally say, where I say um, whoever is booked the strongest going into an event is who loses. Uh, but this this obviously changes when we're talking about uh, a Bill Goldberg, a Brock Lesnar, uh, a John Cena. You know, there's variables to it, you know, and, and, and Goldberg is one of them. Uh, but I, I definitely think, you know, just to do a little bit of foreshadowing, I'd much rather see Roman get the title at Mania from Goldberg. And just storyline wise, it'll be way more exciting and appealing to see the Fiend chasing him for the title versus Roman chasing him for the title. Because I, I don't know if you feel this way or have the same sentiment, but when it comes to the Fiend, I, I don't think he needs a, a title. You know, I think he's entered that Undertaker territory very early now. And I think they got it right in terms of, uh, you know, the way they're presenting um, the Fiend now. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't think, I, while I'm glad they did give him a uh, a push, put the title on him, and they and they gave him what he wanted with it. You know, he got uh, Tom Savini, who's a horror icon and legend you know uh, on the special effects um to design him a special championship belt that's like what right. ten forty thousand dollars or some crazy number like that it's in the thousands uh, i believe they said it was going initially and it might have gone up since then obviously because you know people are probably trying to flip that instead of keeping right. it I, I i think each one was being sold uh, for seven thousand at least yeah like the replica, and yeah. so I could imagine it. Yeah, so I could imagine it's definitely gone up since then because, like I said, people are probably buying and then reselling, and there's nothing really that you can do about that, obviously. Right. Um, but you said a name earlier, and we're close to putting the ball on this. Uh, you said Cena. Now there's a possibility, you know, if the Fiend retains, everybody's assuming they're gonna it's gonna be Roman, mm-hmm. no matter what. Mm-hmm. Cena's gonna be on SmackDown Friday. Maybe the Fiend attacks him. Now, depending on, uh, now that you said that, depending on how Saudi Arabia goes tomorrow, uh, let's say The Fiend does retain. If The Fiend does retain, I do think it makes uh, a thousand percent, um, uh, um, just it makes sense to have that be The Fiend's next target. Yeah. Well, see, here's my, not problem, so, so to speak, um, he, the thing that's a little puzzling is the fiend is basically going after people who did him wrong when he was just Wyatt family Bray Wyatt. Um, you know, fiend versus Finn was his first feud, which made sense because Finn defeated him at SummerSlam 2017, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And then he defeated him again after that match got canceled at TLC because Bray was under the weather. And then Finn defeated him again. Well, he he defeated him as just regular Finn Balor too, if I'm not mistaken. Not just the demon because he came out as the demon at SummerSlam 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, then you know Daniel Bryan infiltrated the Wyatt family. He sucked. He he sought revenge for that, which he got. Uh, Seth Rollins that goes back to the Shield and the Wyatt family. Obviously that feud. So it's like one of those things where if he's writing these his quote unquote wrongs, Roman and Cena make sense because he lost to both of them. Um, he lost the scene at WrestleMania 30 in 2014. So the year before he he lost that feud to Roman, he lost to Cena as well 
because even though he they traded wins, I believe I think he won at a at a might have been payback twenty fourteen mm. or extreme rules. So I remember he won a cage match, but then Cena won a last man standing match. So like I said, um, it's a possibility, yeah. So but, I mean, I guess you'll technically need a title for Cena and the Fiend. I just heard reports that Cena wants a significant role at WrestleMania this year because I think he feels like his in-ring career is winding down. Mm-hmm. So we could still get the Fiend and, and Cena without the title. And it might be better that we do get it without the title because it then it won't be obvious who's going over. Right. Because I don't think Cena's going to win the, a world championship again. I could be wrong. They could want him to break the record that they recognize the record they recognize that I say because in the actuality Ric Flair is like a 22 or 23 time world champion not 16 but. right <laughs> so yeah listen, we're both going with Goldberg man yeah it does look like that and we, we, we gave him a little bit of uh, for, for, uh, forecast I guess on uh, Wrestlemania um, that I'm, I'm very interested in that what how you just put that in terms of uh, Cena Versus uh, the Fiend at Mania, him wanting a significant role, it doesn't get <laughs> much more significant than that. Throwing you back right back into the title picture, um, which isn't too far off from what's happened before, because he basically did that last time. I'm John Cena, recognized. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and okay, so just just before we do wrap it up, um, where do you go with Roman then if you throw? Uh, the um, John Cena into that space with the Fiend as, as opposed to Roman because again it's kind of the same issue as a Goldberg as a Lesnar now because now you're you're holding on to yet again another part-timer you know the difference is is with John Cena though I think him as a part-timer is more closer to uh, what we saw with Batista because Batista was on Raw you know, he was he was having matches. He wasn't just coming on there cutting promos. Like he was active, you know, until he quit again. You know, right. not, not this last run, but the the time before that when he uh, won the rumble, and when when they brought back Evolution for a, 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 a spell. But um, yeah. So where where do you put Roman? You know, before we wrap this up, if they were to go with the Fiend versus John Cena. I think you still might get Roman and Goldberg, honestly. Where it's not like one of those things where, you know what, that might make more sense. I don't think the fans would be all over that if it's not for the title. And that might be the route to go if they want to get to Roman and Goldberg. If you want, and, and you know what, that, that definitely. That, and see, that would work for me. Because if you want both guys to come out and uh, not get shitted on, uh, you know, mm-hmm. got to throw one curse word in here. <laughs> uh, if you if you want to get to that, I, I do think that's the way you do that. So, uh, even though we are going for Goldberg, maybe, maybe, just maybe, it's a slight chance that uh, the Fiend retains and he goes after Mr. Hustle, loyalty, and respect. Yeah, because you could do that in the way that you get to that too is you put Cena in the Elimination Chamber because uh, they were hinting at three Elimination Chamber matches. I'm hoping they don't do three because that, that's going to be way too long of an event. Yeah. And if they do that, then they're going to have to literally do one or two singles matches outside that. They can't have these long cards, basically, they normally have on 
combined roster pay-per-views. So Yeah, that, that would um, totally have to be no. just three matches total. Like, I, I don't yeah. think you should do anything else other than those, like, you know, the two Elimination Chamber matches and maybe one other match, and, and, and you, you put a bow on it. Yeah, because they could have it as a stacked chamber match because they, they already said Sheamus declared. I don't know if – and see, this is why they need uh, a GM, basically. These people are just saying, I'm in the elimination chamber. Like, all right, bro, like, you want to get in line? Because I'm sure Braun Strowman, even though he's the IC champion, he's been holding down the fort, you know, Yeah. in the storyline. So it's like he definitely has a claim. I'm not saying he won't be in the match, but to just declare, yeah, I'm in the match. You you beat two lower mid carters and you're in the elimination chamber, right? So. <laughs> but with that being said, um, yeah, you could throw him, you throw DB, you could throw Cena, Roman. That's pretty stacked right there. Even though Braun's never been a world champion, he's too over to, to just leave him out of the match. And then you'll probably get Baron Corbin or something. You know, I hate to just throw his name out there, so it means nothing. <laughs> but uh. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Or maybe, or maybe you get Kofi thrown in there, and then you know something like that, where it's even though we're not big on tag champions, you know, going after singles titles. At the same time, it's a possibility from a standpoint that like he's a former WWE champion who never got his rematch, right? So at least, even though they said they were doing away with rematches anyway, automatic rematch clauses, it's still like one of those things where it's like Kofi is one of those guys you like to see in those matches, those gimmick matches. Right. But with that being said, I think we're going to wrap it up. Uh, Hope everybody who's going to listen to this enjoys this episode. We were man down again. I don't know what's going on with our buddy Joe. You've heard him before. Hopefully you'll hear him again. Hopefully we don't have to give him the Randy Orton treatment. Right. He's out of evolution. That's for all our ruthless, that's for <laughs> our ruthless aggression fans that are listening to this episode. All right, man. Uh, before we get out of here, I uh, just want to tell the people, man, make sure that you uh, uh, follow uh, the Hot Take Wrestling Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Wrestling Take. You can follow us on Instagram at Hot Take Wrestling. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at OldManLogan83. You can follow our host Kenny uh, at uh, Hot Take Kenny, or is it whiskey? Is it it's whiskey sour Kenny now, right? Whiskey sour. We we decided that you know it's a little too much of an ego trip for me to still be Hot Take Kenny, and then we have a Hot Take Wrestling podcast. <laughs> it's like I, I'm a team player. Yeah, for sure. And uh, Joe. While he hasn't been on the show, he has doing, uh, moved up to doing editing duties for us. So, uh, you know, thank you, Joe, for at least doing the editing. And uh, you can follow him on Instagram as well at uh, joefreelon.iii. Uh, so Joe Freelon third, basically. Um, yeah, so uh, hope you guys enjoy this uh, prediction show of um, Hot Take Wrestling Podcast. And we'll catch y'all the next time. Enjoy your brunch with Super Showdown tomorrow. Peace. Peace. Evolution is a mystery Full of chains that no one sees
Thanks for listening to the Hot Take Wrestling Podcast. The Hot Take Wrestling Podcast is brought to you by the NMG Network, a division of NMG Enterprises, LLC. Make sure to follow the Hot Take Wrestling Podcast on Instagram at Hot Take Wrestling and on Twitter at Wrestling Take.